1: Welcome to the Mile High Five Podcast. I am Carl Jensen with my co-host. I'm Doug Cunnington. Doug, what are we going to talk about today?
0: Today, we're going to talk about fitness, fitness. And I thought of this episode for a short form because you mentioned to me, and I think maybe even on, on the show, you said that you were going to focus on fitness in 2022, and it was a thing that you were, you were thinking about. So... I was like, well, we may as well have a conversation that we record. So I think we're going to talk about some of the, the goals that maybe we have for fitness this year. We're going to reminisce about a time when we were in the best shape of our life, which I think for both of us is not right now. And then talk about maybe a sustainable routine so that we could reach those goals or maybe poke holes in uh, whatever each other's plans are. So... I'm going to kick it over to you. Yeah, what are you thinking about for this year and what precipitated like the focus on fitness?
1: Yeah, well, fitness has always been important to me. I love to be outside. I love to hike. I love to bike. And in March of 2019, I was probably in the best shape of my life for the past two decades. I was down to 100, 149 pounds. I'm not sure what my fat was at that time, probably around 10%. And then COVID happened and um, much of my life was disrupted and I had to become a homeschool teacher, which was, uh, it did not go well. Our younger child did not want me as a teacher and I did not want to teach. So two or three hours of work every day would turn into 10 hours of work. The school said this should take three hours and 10 hours later, we're still yelling at each other. So lots of parts of my life fell off, including fitness. That's always the first thing, right? Because it's the easiest to give up. You can give up lots of, some things are harder to give up, but fitness is easy. Yeah, I just won't go to the gym today, and then I'll have time to do all of this other shit that I had planned. So that dropped off, and I ballooned up to over uh, right over 170, which is not a good weight for me. And I've since reacted, and it's come down. And I think I forgot your original question, Doug. What was your question?
0: No, no, you you answered it. And um, I'm curious, you know, you talked about how, fitness is an important piece in your life and you know many different things that you do enjoy and i'm i'm curious if you like for me for example i like to skip the gym occasionally and it seems like a good idea but then i've learned i get stressed out and i'm just bitchy <laughs> uh, like i'm i'm worse to be around even if i don't work out that hard there's something about the act of like going to the gym or putting yourself in the mindset of working out in some capacity, it calms me down, which is a good thing, because I could be irritable and just, you know, a jerk. So, are, are you the same way? Because I have realized, hey, if I cut out the gym, it may be a short-term solution to do more work or something else, but usually, long-term, it's a very bad decision.
1: Oh, man, this is such a good question, because it's something I've been thinking about recently. I So, Mindy and I just joined the the rec center and we've been going there and i was thinking after a week or two of that i've just been feeling better about everything i'm I'm in a better mood and and i'm like why is that what is what has changed about life what is that variable And it was that it's the fitness being able to sweat for 45 minutes at the start of every day i think it kind of sets the tone and that's by the way when i like to work out too because it sets the tone you feel good you've done some hard work and yeah, I'm not exactly sure why I feel better. Maybe I just answered it, but why, why do you think, Doug? Why do you think fitness is important? Obviously, it's important to our physical well-being, but why do you think it helps us mentally as well?
0: Well, I'll just be talking out of my ass here for a second, but people could check the actual, uh, do some research and find some references. But I'm sure it has to do with some of those brain chemicals, dopamine, other endorphins and whatnot. Uh that are released when you exert yourself and I think the other part just mentally is especially if you're pushing yourself which I have been trying to do a little bit more of but when you you're really trying hard you end up in a different mind space right like I can't stress about some other bullshit if I'm really trying to you know pedal harder on the bike or run faster or whatever, like you're kind of in a meditative state from, I mean, I, I feel that way. So I don't meditate anymore, but I feel like some of the times when I exercise, I'm in the same mindset.
1: Cool. What do you track?
0: I, I track my sleep. I think that's uh, another, another uh, like cornerstone in there. But I track sleep, I have been monitoring my VO2 max as reported by my iPhone and Apple watch and a, a couple other things. I look at my resting heart rate occasionally, but I haven't been paying as much attention and by track, I mean, uh, maybe a couple few times a week, I'll pop into the app and see where the trend is going. And I think there's uh, the heart rate variability, HRV, heart rate right? Yep. That's right. That's the right order. So I'll take a look at a few of those items that are just in the health app on my phone. What about you? What do you track?
1: Yeah, I track my blood pressure, which is so important. If there's anything, if you want to do something good for your body, I think the most important thing is to keep your blood pressure down over the long term. And mine's actually a little bit high now. It's like 130 over 80. And I think the the numbers on that change, like 130 over 80 used to be kind of the border for hypertension, and I think they reduced it to like 120 over 70. But, Doug, do you know what your blood pressure is? Or
0: I haven't checked it in a while, but there was a little stretch where it was a bit high, but I realized it was probably because I was getting my blood pressure taken after drinking a shitload of coffee, mm-hmm. and caffeine will boost your uh Your blood pressure a little bit. So I think the last time I checked, it was pretty regular, but for a little bit, I was actually like monitoring a few times a week after they were like, your blood pressure is high. And I was like, that seems weird Hmm. because I'm in pretty decent shape. So,
1: and you know what your resting heart rate is?
0: I haven't looked in a bit, but I think it's in the fifties, which is a little, uh, it used to be in the high forties. So I'm actually. I'm actually in worse shape than I was, which I mean, it's a bummer. But we're getting older. You oh my know?
1: god, high forties—that is really good. What but, about yours? Yeah, a couple of years ago, I got mine down to like fifty-five or fifty-six, which I was very happy with. But now, I just checked it yesterday, and it is sixty-nine.
0: So, well, good number, but yeah, now what do you want your resting heart rate to be? Well, in in the spirit of keeping these episodes tight. Let's, let's talk about what you have for a goal.
1: Um, <laughs> I want to get my resting heart rate below.
0: <laughs> <God>. Below 69?
1: <69. laughs> <laughs> Jeez. And here's where it goes downhill, folks. Yes, I, I want to get my resting heart rate below 69 and my weight probably below 150, I think. One forties is where I need to end up and the blood pressure down. And those are kind of, um, I've got vain goals too. Like, I'm curious to see at my advanced age, can I still put on muscles? So, I've been doing harder weight exercises and trying to figure out how to make the most of the weight exercises because I don't think I've always been doing it properly. How tall are you? 5'10 and three quarters.
0: Okay. I thought you were about 5'10. I was going to say, uh, under 150 seems like it could be a little light, but you're looking to be pretty lean and not, or would you, would you be happy with like one fifty five, but just more muscle?
1: Oh yeah, I would. I think, uh, putting on muscle is probably pretty hard. Maybe you can give me some tips around that, but
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I've struggled with too. And I'm, I mean, I think I know the answer. I think I need to eat more protein and then work out harder. I don't think I work out very hard. So one thing when I have tried to, I mean, we've talked about trying to do more pull-ups and, um, just various exercises, but as soon as I start putting on more, um, lifting more weights and such, my joints get pretty sore. Like I get inflamed and, um, it just, it hurts a little bit and I'm like, ah, I probably don't need to be lifting weights that heavy, but where your joints hurt, but I'm not sure. Have you known anyone that worked out a lot? Like, did they just generally have joint pain because they are lifting heavy weights?
1: I don't know. I have screwed myself up. I screwed up my elbow recently and my shoulder. and I'm not sure what the answer to that is. Maybe you go with a lower weight and more reps. If anyone has any suggestions, leave them in the show notes. But those big body exercises like a pull-up and push-up are very – I think those are the core exercises you need to do. Maybe squats as well. Um, yeah, I've, I guess I have not had the joint issues um, that you have.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we talked about – pull-ups in the past I think that was like one of our early interviews so do you have like a specific number of reps of pull-ups that you want to hit
1: yes I'd like to be able to do 69 no I'm just kidding (laughs) there's no on earth I could ever do that I maxed out at 10 a couple years ago and I was at 9 a month or two ago, and then I screwed up my elbow and some weird knob popped off. but now it's receded. I'm not sure what's going on with it. I should probably go to the doctor. I'd like to, I don't know. It'd be cool. What do you think is realistic? Like, do you think, I like to say 20, but do you think that's actually realistic? Do you think I could ever work up to
0: that? I think so. I mean, I, I used to do pull-ups a lot and I think my max was like 22, something like that, which is, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, that's a lot of pull-ups and I haven't been working on them very much lately, but I mean, the idea would be my scrawny ass. If I could do 20, I mean, I bet you could do 20. I mean, it would take a while to work up to. And it wasn't like when I was in my twenties or something. It was like a couple years ago.
1: Yeah. You had incentive too. Didn't you go to that brewery that would... You got a discount on your beer for how many pull-ups you could do? Or? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's a shout-out to uh, the Bozeman Brewery called Outlaw Brewing. It was one of our local watering holes. And it was they had a Tough Guy Tuesday or Tough Gal Tuesday. And you, I think you would get 25 cents off for every pull-up that you did for your first pint, uh, up to a maximum of 15 pull-ups. So I would go in there, rock 15 pull-ups and get, you know, a $2 pint or whatever. Wow. And the thing is uh, no one seemed to be impressed. I was like, I just did 15 pull-ups and people were like, uh, cause it didn't look like I was struggling to, you know, humble brag. Right. But I mean, I just, I, I was planning on it. I wouldn't work out the day before so that I could be fresh and be able to do the pull-ups. But yeah, Tuesday, I would do uh, 15 pull-ups.
1: Oh my god. You should have made it more theatrical like made big groaning sounds like. Ah! And everyone gets excessively louder, but that's a hell of an incentive I wish. That silly incentive would do a lot for my fitness. Maybe we'll have to figure out some way to put an incentive like that in our, our own lives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, a- any other so you got the the pull-up goal um under 150 or 150 and a little bit leaner. Any other, you know, ideas?
1: I don't know. Maybe just some more fun things, like maybe do some more 14ers. I don't think I've done a 14er in a while. We we did Longs Peak earlier this year, but I bailed at the keyhole while you went all the way to the top. So, yeah, maybe a couple 14ers. And uh, if you're doing the step mill at the gym to help prepare for that, that's like this little mini escalator thing they have. And I, I love that machine. I don't know why. I know you have access to that. At your gym as well. But yeah, I like that thing a lot. It makes me a little bit angry. They only have one. So sometimes I'll go on there and someone will will be at it. And I I, I get a little mad at that person. Like, that's mine. Get
0: off. Yeah. You're like, that's why I joined this place. Well, the other um, one thing that I've done on that machine is uh, carry kettlebells to like get an even stronger workout. But I may just throw some stuff in a backpack and put it on too, just to simulate, you know, walking and hiking and having, you know, 20 more pounds on something like that. Cool. Good idea. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I kind of want to do more 14ers as well. And I mean, for me, I don't have any specific goals. I, I, I kind of would like to put in, put on a little bit more muscle, but there's no practical reason other than like, try to put on a little more muscle. And as I said before, I would have to eat more, get more calories and work out harder on a regular basis. And I tend to struggle with the motivation to do it. I go to the gym often, but I, I'm usually not like, I'm gonna really, really work out hard. I usually don't have that mindset.
1: Would some kind of public, potential public shaming help encourage you? Like, what if we did a topless podcast? Just you and I, Doug, <laughs> with only headphones on it. If you're watching on YouTube, nothing from the tables up. Or if we had to post a, sh- a shirtless version or shirtless photo of ourselves, like on June first, is that motivating for you? Or
0: uh, you know what, that would be that would be more motivating to to have. Yeah, to be in better shape. So you're proposing we do some sort of a calendar shoot centerfold shoot, perhaps.
1: I I think so. And and I'm half serious because that kind of thing motivates me too. I, if I knew that my gut is going to be on the internet, I'd probably be more motivated to eat broccoli and less chocolate. So maybe people could leave a comment in the YouTube channel if they think this is a good idea, or if they have another idea of some way that we could potentially humiliate ourselves into fitness.
0: What about like a car wash in June? We could do a topless car wash, just you and I. Yeah, do you like, like washing cars? Or
1: yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Like a, like a charity car wash, we could give it to the local humane society. Or something. yeah, I don't yeah, know if we'd a have good cause. It might people might pay not to go to have to see us, so we'd have to figure out a way. Like, dude, you could just make a donation. We you you don't have to watch us wash our cars, and we'll put on a shirt for your car wash. But they have to pay extra for that, more money for the humane society.
0: Do you have a specific routine, like I said, a sustainable routine? I often, you know, look for things that are not necessarily easy to do, but something that we can, you know, actually make progress towards it. So, I mean, do you have any plan on how you're, you're going to approach it?
1: Yeah, I heard this concept, I think it was James Clear, that Atomic Habits, I heard it on the Mad Fientist podcast, we'll put a link to that in the show notes, and at first I thought it was stupid, but, and I've never actually read the book, but, and this might be the whole, the main (laughs) point of the book, but he just says, like, do it consistently every day, like, even if you don't feel like doing it, get your ass to the gym, and at least go through the door, and I've tried to practice that with our current fitness routine, and it works because... Does anyone really ever want to fucking go to the gym? You always hate that, but it's just some days you don't want to go more than you don't want to go other days, but just getting in there, you start doing something and then you get into it and you're thankful for it. You just have to break through that little barrier. Like what tips do you have or what do you do, Doug, to be consistent and sustainable?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's it. Um, You know, the consistency is really big. And like I said, I don't necessarily work out hard, but I'm usually doing something pretty active like six to seven days a week um i mean only go to the gym five but that's pretty good and i know that i'm not doing it for efficiency by the way because i know some people are like yeah i can go in and knock out 100 burpees and like that's a better workout than what doug is doing 100 percent true i'm not there to be efficient i'm there to uh you know be in that meditative state for a little while. Not necessarily get the fastest workout in the shortest amount of time and be effective. That's not my goal. Um and as far as sustainability, I think I think you're doing it the right way where you're like just get in there even if you're not, you know, in the best mindset where you're like I'm going to I'm going to crush it today and you're not overdoing it as well. Um it sounds like you're cuz I think that's the other thing. You go in, you do too much and then you have to you know, rest because you've injured yourself in some small way. So now you can't work out as hard for like two and a half weeks. So it kind of screws up your whole plan. Um, Other than that, I'm no fitness trainer and I look like I do. So uh, I don't know if I'm the right person to get fitness advice from.
1: (laughs) You're giving me more ideas though, Doug. You mentioned burpees and I do like burpees a lot and they're supposed to be good. What about a 69 burpee challenge? We could post that on the YouTube video. We'll we'll see what people think. Maybe we'll see if they want to see it. What's a 69 burpee? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're thinking of. I was just talking about doing 69 burpees, but it sounds like Doug, Doug, you might be (laughs) onto something. (laughs) Now I'm trying to picture this in my head. Do we have any like dolls or... That, and model that
0: sounds dangerous. We have some of the Georgie's uh, stuffed animal toys, but I don't. Yeah. I think we can get in trouble. I don't, we can't show that on YouTube.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'd be flagged. We'd get the red flag. So I have one other funny story about that number, Doug. My older kid comes up to me and says, you know, I read this thing on the internet about the number 69. I'm like, oh shit, where is this going? She's like, I read on Apple devices that they won't show... The temperature, even if it's 69 outside, they won't say it's that number. They'll either say 68 or 70. Have you ever heard this, Doug, or read about it? No. I think, I and then I looked it up. I'm like, no, this is some urban legend stuff. And it turns out, I think it's actually true. I I, I got to go check it and I'll refute myself in the show notes. But the whole time I'm like, why is she talking about this number? And does she actually know? And of course, you, you're not going to probe or probe or ask questions. Probe is probably the wrong word <laughs> right there. Right there, but yeah, that, that happened. And this is what happens when you have children, Doug, that like you avoid Uh, that number at at all costs when you're with your kids. Hopefully they never listen to this. I don't think they do. Nah, I
0: don't know why they would.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) sure why anyone would, but that's another story.
0: Okay. So I think out of this, um, we're going to try to make some progress. We are going to think about burpees. I was actually getting started back into doing some burpees. And, uh, back when I was doing all those pull-ups, just side story, I was doing, um, burpees with a push-up and then i would jump up grab the bar and do a pull-up it is agonizing works out your whole body and i could only do like eight or ten before i had to take a break but if you want to really take it to the next level that'll that'll work you out hard wow no thanks Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so we have kind of a game plan and potentially we will do some sort of a shirtless thing in June or something. So we'll have to, you know, revisit this and talk about it again, figure out what kind of charity event we're going to do or something like that. Right.
1: Yeah. I think that gives us four months to work on something. Let again, let us know what you want to see or what you don't want to see in the YouTube comments.
0: All right. Well, this has been fun, Carl. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. That was the Mile High Five podcast, and I'm Doug Cunnington, the Balder host, and Carl Jensen is the cool, sexy one. If you dig the show, please do three things for us. Number one, tell a friend, a family member, an enemy about the show. We really don't care who you tell. Maybe forward them a specific show that you know that they will like. It's the single most helpful thing that you can do to spread the word. It's like giving us a virtual high five and uh, actually we don't give high fives in, in person so the virtual kind's pretty good. And more importantly, your friend or family member or even your enemy will appreciate the fact that you were thinking of them. Number two, make sure you're following or subscribed on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, YouTube, whatever you're using. And that way you won't miss a show. number three, please leave us a rating and review. We read them on the show occasionally, and you might hear yours out there on an upcoming episode. Quick disclaimer, this show is not financial or legal advice. I'd actually be surprised if it sounded like it. It's really just for entertainment, and that's at least what we're hoping for. But seriously, get advice from professionals. Carl and I are just two guys with microphones that sit in my basement and talk. So we'll catch y'all next week.